right to business. Okay, uh, I, reading me, honey. Okay. Well, I mean, sweetie, I, we got on the we got on the Zoom, and I said to John, I said, "Well, did you replace my Diet Coke?" Because, as you guys know, John was staying in the most elegant hotel in Manhattan, Darren Carp's apartment. No, it's Darren Carp's apartment. No, apartment. Uh huh. And I saw that you made the bed, though, and I love that you washed the sheets because you know what? I did. What? Even though I was willing to do it, it was so nice having it already done. Oh, of course. I it mean, it was just listen. nice. It was just you didn't have to, and it was just nice. It was just. I know. Was, I I will say, you know, I had texted you before I was leaving. I think like the day I was leaving, and I was like, by the way, like cleaned up everything. I washed the towels. I washed Took the, the sheets, and you were in. very nice. Uh, that's right. I did on a nice. on a huge dolly because you had yeah. so many things. And when I told you uh, that I um, washed the sheets, you were like, you did well. And I, I was like, was, well, that's nice. Well, let me publicly say. First of all, yes, the Diet Coke was replaced. I don't know if this was on air. I don't even remember, but I was like, just so you know, like I was drinking some of your Diet Cokes and you were like, mm-hmm. you're like, help yourself to anything. I mean, replace the Diet Coke, but yeah, help but, yourself but, 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 just, like, to Replace anything. every bite yeah. you ever took. Well, but, listen. But, but feel free to kick your feet up and relax. <laughs> right. And have a good, have a good time. But if a pillow so- is moved... <laughs> I'll fucking kill you. Oh, my God. It's so funny you say that because your couch, which I watched a lot of the U.S. Open on, let's and be the honest. TV, the, the TV. The TV. I'm going to uh, get just, to this. Just, okay, you're getting to One it. One thing at a time. There's just so much Stephen. Wait, can I also, just before we jump into it, to say yeah. hello and welcome to Not I My know, Radishes. It's so it's nice. It's Darren Carp, John Thrasher. Hello, everyone. We're back. I'm back in the United We're States. We're wearing and the same thing. It yeah. feels good to see you, John. So welcome to Not My Radishes. I didn't sing this morning, because uh, sing for this yeah. episode, because whatever. Yeah. But anyway, continue about my television. Well, yeah. the, well, quickly about the pillows. Your pillows were, like, really nice on the couch. And I was like, I want to make sure I don't, like, get food or drink or anything. Did I? Don't say that. Oh, my God. I'm so nervous about that. So long story short, for those who don't know, yes, I came to New York. Um, Darren graciously let me stay at her place. I, Darren, feel like. I hooked you up. Not only You really did hook me up. You got me at a first lady? That's, I'm going to get to that, too. Okay, Trust we're getting me. to it. Okay, we're One getting to it. One thing, I have so many thoughts. I just Sign Serena public- Williams tennis ball, anyone? <laughs> Which is right just, behind me. Yeah. Yep, okay. I just want to publicly say thank you so much because okay, I did need to come up for some things and the U.S. Open and all the other things I had fun with, and you really hooked me up. And it would have cost me quite a lot of money to stay in New York City this time of year. Well, and you graciously let me. So you would have done the same. And of course, I'm, I'm always happy to help True. out a friend or family to me. But I just love that in the first, because you guys know that we have like an outline where, you know, sometimes we add to it. Sometimes we just kind of riff about like where our lives are. And like literally the first thing outside of just saying like Portugal, which of course mm-hmm. I'll get to my trip. Um, yeah. It just says we need to talk about Morton Williams, which for those yeah. who don't know, or I don't know if it's just a New York thing. I could be completely wrong about this, but Morton Williams is just a grocery store. And it's like, a oh. common grocery. It's not just a grocery. It is store. not just, and we'll <laughs> get to that. It's in a, a hellscape, people. It's a hellscape, but it's not as bad as Christie's, and I'm just gonna say that. But I live across the street from so a convenient. Morton, which is so convenient, and also has a Morton Williams uh, wine store, which is also a very nice liquor store. So all of that is great, and I will say for me, for mm-hmm. me, yeah. I tend to go to Morton Williams like just for a few items here and there. You know, I'm cooking. Same. I need arugula. I'm gonna mm-hmm. get a. I need a mustard. I'm not doing a big grocery shop there just to okay. give whatever you're about to say. Well, some, yeah, you don't even some know. color. Yeah, I don't even yeah. know. I'm just you giving a little context, a little well, color commentary. 
If I may jump in, yeah. I think you're thinking, <laughs> I think that you're thinking I'm going to say something bad. I am obsessed Whoa. with Morton Williams. Now, let me tell you something. I went into Morton. First of all, they're open till 1 a.m. Yeah, that I know. Love. Obviously. Yeah, that's, Love. It's New York, baby. It's New York. I know. It is New York. But what I noticed since I've left New York, I guess is how I'm putting it now, a lot of places are closing up a little bit early. The McDonald's downstairs during the day closes Close. at minute, midnight. During okay, the weekend, to up to two. But if the supermarket is open later than the McDonald's, something's weird, right? Mercury the world's is in upside retrograde. <laughs> Mercury is in retrograde. But I want to say I came back from the U.S. Open because I think I got there. I'm forgetting now. I don't even remember. But like one of the first days when I was at your place, I got back from the U.S. Open kind of late because I went to the night match, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm so hungry." I didn't really eat there, and the food they have there isn't the ma- best and it's anyway. it's like $100, too. Like, and it's so expensive. A, so Like a dry chicken sandwich. I know. It's terrible. I mean, it really is bad. It's the only bad thing about the U.S. Open. But anyway, so I'm walking back from the subway or whatever, and I'm like, that Morton Williams is there, but it's not going to be open, is it? Oh, it was not only open. It had plenty of time to shop. So let me tell you something. I walk into this grocery store, and Darren, let's be honest. Maybe you haven't lived in some of the neighborhoods I've lived in, but... Grocery stores in New York City are just truly uh, like you were just kind of describing and what I think you were expecting me to say, like a hellscape. They're not great. Yeah. Or this one. The good ones are the Mm -hmm. good ones are like you're walking into paradise when you walk into like a Dagostino's. You're like, yeah, or a Citarella. You're like, yeah, uh, Oh, I'm on a yacht. I'm on a yacht. And they're (laughs) and they're nothing like supermarkets in the suburbs you guys like you know standalone supermarket buildings that feel like posh elegant yachts yeah you don't really get that in New York City so when I walked into Morton Williams and I'm telling you every single thing was perfectly on the shelf all the cheeses smelled fresh I, I mean I everything you can imagine here's another thing I really liked about it that made it feel like a yacht yeah. It's all brand name things. There's really no like generic or like store brand stuff. It's all brand name. Not that that's a big deal, but you know, it's just, it no, made it's me a feel. It's a nice little touch. It's a nice little it's touch. It's a nice touch. Oh, and nice. it wasn't even super expensive. Like, you know, inflation yeah. alone has made, especially groceries. I'm sure we're all listening to but this. But it's still like more, it. I if I'm doing like a mage grocery shop, I'm usually still a Trader Joe's gal just because it's such a cheap price point compared yeah, sure. to Morgan Williams that like. Right. I really would only go. So wait, did you buy ingredients to like cook that late? Or did you buy no, like a- that was really just like I bought some cereal and some milk and then I bought. Um, oh, another thing that's replaced in your fridge, which I don't even think you noticed, was the string cheese. String cheese. I noticed. You did. OK. <laughs> the funny thing is I had string cheese in there. Yeah. Well, I, I ate I ate quite a few. Like no, you had and, way more. But I, I looked at the and I was like, oh, did I have Sargento. another string? cheese? No, And I was like. Did I buy the Sargento? Did I buy the Sargento? Yeah. Because I bought it at Costco, which is massive. And mm, I think it was Polio. And then I was like, did I buy two string cheese? And I was like, no, John probably bought it. And thank okay, God he good. did. Because when I looked at the oh. other string cheese, it had expired <gasps> during oh, when I, I was on vacation. I think about that. No, it was good when you were here, but it expired. Like, it, you know, it always says like gotcha. Best Buy. Of course. September right. 8th. And it was right. September fourteenth. So I was day. like, I was yeah. like, oh well, I have this new pack, and there's only like a few left. So I was like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna indulge. Yeah. I mean, not, normally right? I don't have a. Um... <laughs> did you did you throw away those cookies that I had? Yeah. No. Were um, they moldy? 
No, I did eat one. I didn't eat the whole thing. There were only there were only um like five left. I ate one, and then they were really, really, really stale. And so you throw them out, right? I did throw them out. Okay, because I wasn't sure if it was. I couldn't remember. Sorry, I forgot about that though. I should have replaced them. Totally fine. Um, Those are the best. The palm. Oh my god! Where did you get those? Costco. They're amazing. Okay, because I went to Morton Williams, my new favorite supermarket, and they were not there. So I was like, Darren must have done some kind of special delivery on these. Costco. They're literally fantastic. Um, Yeah. But no, it was nice to have you. Thank you. Thank you. It was so much to bring up the packages and everything, and it was. Can I say one last thing about your apartment? Yeah. Guys, if you're ever in New York City, hit up Darren. No matter where you are, hit up Darren. Great, great. Bring a change of clothes. Great. And prepare to take a shower in her <laughs> guest bathroom. By the way, she has multiple bathrooms. That's how luxe she is. Yeah, very luxe. I, I stayed at an Airbnb last December that had an amazing shower. I think it, I have to say it's probably the best shower I've ever been. Your shower, first of all, it's not even just the what is it how do you how would you fall how would you call it like a falling rain yeah, shower it's, head it's not the size baby it's the it's way not it, it's not the size even though it's it has the a way big, it falls it has yeah. big shower head which is key yeah. it's good, good totally shower pressure it cov- that's what i was just gonna say it cov- first of all the shower head is like literally the width of my whole body which these days is quite big <laughs> Um, and it, the rain it yeah. falls on you like rain however yeah. as darren just mentioned the problem with rainfall shower heads is they don't the have pressure. great water pressure, right. but Darren's does. Now, let me say one other thing, because I'm on a roll up, right people. now. I'm on a roll. Go ahead. Hit Darren up. It's part of a Patreon perk. If yeah. you're a super fan, <laughs> you can take a shower in her bathroom. I will say another <laughs> thing. We should add that. We should just add <laughs> Why not? Yeah, if see what happens. If you can find it. Yeah, if you can find Darren's you can, apartment, then you she can will use invite my you in. You can use my shower. Let me say this. People could check on social media and maybe like triangulate where I was staying. So That's be careful they with can. that. I know they can. Especially true crime sh- listeners. Yes. So one last thing, and then I'm going to move on because your no. apartment was so comfy, so warm, and so um, you know inviting. I mean, the couch is the best part, but yes. The couch is really nice, but I'm still in the bathroom. I'm still in the shower because I'm using Neutrogena. Yeah. Um, rain shower body wash. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Oh my god! Is this Costco. a Costco thing? Costco. Now let me tell you something. I signed up for Costco a year ago. How many? How many things do you think I bought from there? Zero. None. Well, it's because you're not a smart person, though. I've told not. you this before. Like that, I'm you're not. not. You don't have a good intellectual <laughs> sensibility about you. You're just not. That's fair. You're just one that's of those fair. people who's just like not putting two and two together. You know what I mean? Like that's just no. you. You're just not that way. I love you. No. I love you, but. Well, Literally everything that everyone loves about our apartment, everyone's like, oh, my God, where'd you get that rug? And I'm like, Costco. Costco. Oh, yeah. Like, well, I, I'm telling you, this Neutrogena, what is it called, Darren? Bat, rainforest bath Yeah, it's wash. like bed and, yeah, bath, bed, bath, and beyond. It's like bath Life changing. wash or something. Yeah, it's really nice, and it comes it's really huge. Good. It's funny, because I was having drinks when I was doing Daily Pop in L.A. I don't know if I said I was having drinks at the EP, and I'm walking there, and like she was like, oh, my God, I love those leggings on you. Like They look great on you. And I was like, Costco. Costco. Oh, my God. <laughs> she was Even like, the leggings? You no, know, oh she was dear. like, she was like, what? I was like, yeah, my girlfriend brought them for me. And I was like, they're actually great. Like, it's yeah. just that you need to go there. Like, I do. eyeglasses, everything. Like, they just everything, everything my, imaginable. Here's, here's the thing about Costco in my head. I think immediately bulk purchasing, and I don't want to do that. 
well, but it's maybe not bulk purchasing, is it? I mean, you're definitely getting you're not getting like if you're gonna buy a you're not getting like a little small mustard there. Like it's not grocery shopping in that way because <laughs> right, you're gonna get like you know you're not getting like a pack of six Evian. You're gonna get a yeah. pack of twenty four Evian. You know, but at the same and it's time, it's cheaper overall. Probably, it's cheaper right? overall, but at the same time, like the the houseware stuff, like they're cl- mm. like it's not it's not like you're buying eight rugs. You're buying like really mm-hmm. good rugs at great prices electronics mm-hmm. there are amazing like every okay. nadine looked at roombas at costco like just in general oh, yeah. costco just has great now you're talking my language apple roombas. watches they have cheaper apple watches than they do like oh. yeah i also uh, heard oh wait uh, we forgot about uh, oh oh <laughs> i also forgot that one of my friends told me that at Costco they have like an unlimited return policy on like certain electronics. Yeah, I think that's right. Like the LL Bean oh. of all that. But they just have really good customer service. I mean, it obviously started as like, you know, for restaurants to get their products, you know, buying in bulk right. or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then they opened it up to consumers. And I will say, because my mom is a huge fan and all of my friends in LA are huge <laughs> fans, and given the, the prices of it now, gas costco gas is Mm. so much cheaper than other places and everyone like Mm. lines up to do costco gas so well i'm excited i I love it i i have so much we have so much to catch up on i feel bad for spending so much time in your apartment but it was very very kind and by the way your doormen lovely those are just the nicest people i've ever met so sweet they all knew my name well, I don't think you knew that every time you ordered food, they call one of us. So they I called Nadine. That. They called Nadine. I was thinking that that was going to happen. She oh, my God. I'm so sorry. She was like, hello. And they're like, oh, you have food delivery? And she was like, food delivery? She's like, she, you know, she's not she's not here right now. And she, she was like, food delivery? And she was like, oh, John. And then, like, I picked up a call at midnight being like, your tie's here. And I was like. I want to cry. You can let I them up. Cry. No, it was. We were actually laughing about it. Like, we were like, John ordered Chinese tonight. Like, we would text each other. We were like, his Greek is here. Like, we no. were just, like, dying laughing about it. Like, no, it that, was totally fine. Totally fine. That is my worst fear. Because what was happening was the first several times I was. By the way, I ordered a lot. Because they I They just, loved, like, left it in the front and you didn't even well, notice they, it. Well, no, they were like ringing the doorbell or whatever without calling or doing anything. And my phone number was on the seamless order, you know, when I ordered through my app. So I just thought. Yeah, but not in my apartment. That's why. No, not to the apartment. So like when they were just going through without your hearing from you or even Nadine, I was like, oh, maybe they're not even calling them because anyone who lives in New York knows when you have a doorman, like they will call you before they let somebody up. And then like halfway through my trip, you're like, by the way, if you ordered food, it's on your way. And I was like. Wait, have you been getting these calls every single time? And then I thought Nadine, whom I haven't even met in person, we have a lovely (laughs) rapport, is probably getting calls in the middle of whatever she's up to these days. And I'm just like, I don't want to ruin these people's day, like (laughs) in whatever time zone you're in. No, it was it was honestly we were like we were teasing you. We're like, up, John gets his diet coke delivered to the door. Like we were we were just teasing. No, no, no. It was honestly it was very funny. Okay. um, Okay. And uh, no, it was, well, nice. anyway. it was nice to know to have you here. I, Thank you. I had. Yeah, amazing... how was your trip? I know, because I feel like we recorded when I was away, but we haven't done an NMR. We'll have That's to talk right. about you and Megan doing NMR and just yes, see, like, yes. like, you know, how that went. Yeah, well, listen, Taxidermy we'll get to it. over there. But teen teen. Let's just say your job may be a little more uh, on the line. Than yeah, you I'm, on, I'm on the before. bubble, as they say. Mm. I'm on the bubble. Mm-hmm. Um, no, that was very nice of her to fill in. Honestly, Absolutely. I just. Given Wi-Fi and everything that I had going on there, it was just yeah. better to kind of just do a bigger NMR afterwards. Yeah. I mean, 
Portugal, John? You've never yeah. been, right? Have you ever no, been? I haven't. Nope. Do you, do you know anyone that's ever gone or family, it's friends, so anything weird. like that? It's so weird. You, you know our, our mutual friend, Eric McIntyre. Yep. He was in Portugal when I was there. He was there. in Portugal at the same yeah. time. And then I had like one or two other friends that were like posting from Portugal. And I'm like... Was there like a Groupon on Portugal? Not that that's what you were using, but no, like, but like goodness. so, no, so true. And like, it's really <clears throat> not an American destination. It's really a European mm-hmm. place because it's right there. And it's like, it's right. like Americans don't go there, which is one of the reasons I think that we all wanted to go there. So we mm-hmm. went to Lisbon, which is obviously, you know, the main city, and then drove down to the Algarve. Where your people are from, of course, Lisbians. Pe- yes, yep. the Lesboas. <laughs> and um, Lisbon is like New York City. It is, a, it's uh-huh. very hilly. Wait a minute. Okay. Like it's it's in terms of New York City, it's like you walk out, it's a very walkable city. Like you okay. can walk anywhere, you yep. can get everything. There's cafes all over the place. There's great shopping. The oldest bookstore in the world is in Portugal, is in Lisbon. Like oh. the oldest one ever. So we went there. Um, there's all these castles. It's very, very hilly. Like so much so that I thought about like my parents are in their seventies, you know, and like Yeah. It was it I it felt like one of the last kind of trips where it's like my parents could definitely make that happen but you know it's a little bit slower because my parents are in their 70s and like it's definitely not for the faint of heart like the streets are gorgeous they're all stones and it's not really even paved or it's just like cobblestones and and it's beautiful Mm -hmm. but it's also Mm -hmm. like it's slippery it's kind of hard to walk on like you certainly can't wear Mm. heels not that i'm wearing heels but Mm -hmm. it's like just not for the faint of heart type of city i'll say that but oh my god like it is so and people told me this before i went and i almost didn't believe it it is cheap like yeah you you texted me that i was interested in that so cheap you know like you mean cheap to the american dollar is that what you mean like well the the euro in general right now is really great but like bottle of wine at dinner which was amazing because no portuguese wine eight (gasps) dollars beer was two coffees were a dollar thirty like that just doesn't happen in the like in the united states everyone was no so lovely you know it's funny because Especially when you're kind of going, and I and I went to Florence for a little bit afterwards. Like when you're going from country to country, I had this one. I remember I went to Paris and Barcelona back in June. Mm-hmm. When I'm trying to, you know, when you say like bonjour, you're talking like in different languages, mm-hmm. you forget to switch it. You know, so sometimes like I'll be like, oh, gracias. And I'm like, wait, wait, no, I'm in Portugal. You have to say obrigado. And so I was like, I kept saying that. And then when I went to Italy, you know, you'd you'd walk in and I'd be like, ciao, Ciao. obrigado. And you're like, no, no, it's grazie. Like, so you just kind of like are trying to get all of that kind of there. (laughs) But everyone was so lovely. And it really is. It's just so cheap. It's like this untapped gem. And speaking to these true crime fans, first off. I was in Praia de Luz, which, as we know, I said this on you did last week's episode, last Madeline one. McCann. Yep. But then we went up to Evera for a night before I had to fly. And um, at Evera, there's this old chapel of bones, this, like, chapel off this church. <gasps> I and, saw your Instagram. And these monks in the 17th century exhumed 5,000 bodies to create that chapel of literal bones of just, like, human skulls. <sighs> and I had gone to the catacombs in Paris with... Carson years ago I don't even know if we even had martinis and murder back then I think it was like 2016 might have Mm -hmm. been might have been later than that but and that was very reminiscent of it but it was Mm -hmm. so cool and the thing about Europe is like it's old every 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 building has history you know it's been around for centuries you know so it's so different than the United States in that way and this isn't Hudson Yards no this is not Hudson Yards this is definitely not Hudson (laughs) Yards um 
What a wonderful country. Would love to go back. Uh, I highly recommend it for everyone. There's obviously way more to see than even I could, but Mm -hmm. Lisbon was truly a gem, and the food was just, whether or not you're going to, like, a random place or a place that you have reservations, some of the best food you'll ever have. The seafood was out of this world. Like, you just feel better there. I just felt great. I know. I I was just talking to a friend about this, because when I was in Mexico in May for a wedding... Even in the hotel where it was like all you can eat, whatever. What's it called when it's like everything all like inclusive? A buffet? Oh, all inclusive. All inclusive. Even the food there, I was like, after a couple of days, I was like, God, the American food. I don't know. I I eat relatively healthy in America, but I never feel as good as I do when I'm traveling. Never. Like, Isn't that weird? I have stomach issues and like, you know, I smoke weed. I wasn't smoking weed on vacation and that usually mm. helps my stomach. And, you know, it just, it just helps oh, it. Helps nausea. You know, they give it to cancer patients to help their nausea, you know, so it definitely helps I it. I didn't know that. And, um, and like, you know, that's what it was mostly used for medicinally. And so I knew that that helped. So I'm not smoking. So I was like, oh, my God, am I going to be hungry at the right times? Am I going to be this? And you're just, I don't know what it is. It's like clean eating. And, you know, I drink on this podcast and I drink on the show. But, like, something about just having, like, a fresh beer. You know, you just want to have that there. Totally. It was really, honestly, it was lovely. And I would love to go back. I can't wait to go back. And not for nothing, but when you live on the East Coast, New York, for example, it's a six and a half hour flight. Yeah, that's not terrible. No, Quick it's a like, little jaunt over it's like the flying over the LA, ocean. basically. Yeah, so right. It was it was honestly lovely, and you know, there's something Great. always exciting about getting a passport stamp. Oh, of course. Are you kidding me? You I know? just was I was looking through my previous passport, which was my first one, and I was like, did I get all the stamps I need? Do I, was I here? Was I there? Where? When was I there? Oh, I'm so cultured. Look at me. You, oh, you're so oh. cultured. It I'm reminded so cultured. me of um, and I don't know why, but you remember remember when we were kids or like teenager younger teenagers and mcdonald's did the monopoly games you know oh i love that it reminds me of that a little bit where it's like like. you want this you want to fill up this thing like it reminds me of that where it's like can i fill up all these pages like it makes me think of that and uh yeah it was great it was just it was awesome i definitely felt like i was away for a long time um i got to go to florence for two nights i was away for i I was like three weeks well i remember when i I was a so I went to watch what happens live. I'll just mention that really uh, quickly. Who Thank you, you to uh, Darren uh, Carp uh, for weird. hooking a girl don't, up. Don't know who that is. Don't no, know who that course. is. Of course. Um, Even Nadine Darren, was jealous, by the way, because I was like, was she? I was like, oh, John's gonna stay in our apartment an extra few days because I got him into Hillary yeah. and Chelsea Clinton, and she was like. Hillary and Chelsea Clinton. And I was like, yeah, watch what happens live or whatever. And she was like, <gasps> and I was like, yeah. eh, eh, baby, you're work. Like, you can't make it. You can't it's, make it's it. It's Johnny boy. Thing. She's working. Sorry, She's working. guys. Yeah, exactly. Um, so thank you so much for that. I was in the audience. For those of you who followed along, we Darren and I have been bartenders. Darren's been bartenders many times, but the two of us have been on three times, I believe. Yeah. So it was really cool to go from from that over to like the audience. I had never been in the audience of the show and it was really, really captivating. And they were just so warm and friendly, like politics completely aside. Like it was just a really, whether you like them or not, um, they were just like a really, they were really great guests. Yeah, I've told you my Hillary story, right? Of like, I don't know, maybe tell me, you know, again, I'm, I think politically, I'm just taking this aside. I'm just talking about as a person. Cause like, Whatever, but when I was first working for Andy, I think it was like 2013, and he was hosting the CFDA Awards, you know, these very big fashion, it's like the fashion award show to kind of be at, you know, everyone in fashion is very snooty, it's very 
high yeah. end. It's very Devil Wears Prada, you know, and he took me <laughs> and we're behind the stage and he's hosting and we're behind the stage and I'm standing there with Ralph Lauren, Oscar de la Renta. Um, mm-hmm. I'm standing next to all these guys and mm-hmm. Hillary Clinton's there. And mm-hmm. so everyone's like waiting around. Again, I, it's me and like all mm-hmm. these people with Andy and Hillary's going down the line and like introducing herself to all these people. And she gets to me and she goes to shake my hand and she's like, hi, you know, I'm, I'm Hillary Clinton. And I was like, I'm Andy Cohen's assistant. And she said, well, what's your name though? And I was like, it was such a good lesson for mm-hmm. me at that young age. And it was such a pivotal moment. Again, politics aside, but she was Secretary, Secretary of State then. I was going to say, that's right. Yeah. She was under Obama. And I just remember thinking like, yeah, like I'm not, not only am I not necessarily what I do, but I'm not really attached to anyone. Like I'm an individual first. Like no matter what, my association yeah. with Andy, my association with this podcast, my association with my job, my association with my parents, like I'm Darren Carp kind of first. And sure. it was such a good empowering lesson that I'm not even confident like she knew that she was kind of doing was but I doing. just remembered <laughs> that and it really That's beautiful it, though. It stuck with me. It certainly stuck yeah. with me. So I will always kind of give it up to her uh, for great. that in just a personal way for me. That's amazing. I had a very similar almost exact same situation with Andy Roddick, the tennis player. Yeah. I was working at the US or Andy Open. Andy Erotic. <laughs> Andy Erotic. Stop guys, please. <laughs> please, please, please. Um, I was working at the U.S. Open. I was the Arthur Ashe Kids Day, which is an event that they do the oh, day yeah. before the Open. I was the social media consultant at the time. This was 10 years ago. And we were backstage, just similar to you. And I walked up to Andy. Let me tell you something. I don't get starstruck at all. Like, I really don't. Um, but for and tennis I'm thankful. stars, I feel like but you would. tennis yeah. is a different thing. I was or like very, Spice and, Girls, you would be. Oh, more on that in a oh, minute. Oh, um, okay. And Andy was sitting with, like, a couple other tennis players. And at the time, you know, he was a pretty big tennis star. I mean, he always has been, really. Yeah. Um, and I was capturing content. And this was very early on in my kind of, like, public-facing uh, celebrity career, you know? Like, I don't – that was, like, before I had even moved to New York City, just to give you some idea. So, anyway, I walk up to him, and I'm, like, kind of nervous and I'm a, I, I would I would say I might be even a little bit shaky you know I was just like uh you, you know because he, he's kind of known to have like a temper too that's why I was like I don't want to bother him but anyway I walk up to him like hi Andy I'm gonna be um or I said I'm the social media person here for Arthur Ashe Kids Day and he looks up at me and I thought he was gonna be like leave me alone he had this face on him and he was like well what is your name and I was like oh right yes I'm John Thrasher, nice to meet you. He's like, your last name is Thrasher. That's amazing. And I was like, oh my god, yes. You're like, so anyway, Ooh. yeah. I was, I was like, oh. Um, but yeah, so almost exact same kind of story there. And I it's think it's important maybe, though. And I yeah, think, like, yeah. especially when it's around someone that you know carries a lot of weight to them. You know that, for like, sure. Regardless yeah. of your personal opinion, or if you're a tennis fan, or if you are a Democrat, or in politics, or even give a shit, yeah. like. When people like that have weight in, you know, a lot of other people's lives, I, I, there, mm-hmm. there's definitely that impact. And I always think that was just like a good, important lesson. So I love that it happened for you with, yeah. with, with Andy. And um, by the way, like, j- just to switch gears for just a moment, mm-hmm. a lot of big tennis news, by the way. I oh, went, yes, to, I went right. to Portugal and the world was good. The I world. came back <laughs> to Portugal. Serena's out. Federer's out. Federer's out. Is tennis even alive? Nadal lost. Like, what is Nadal happening? Lost. Well, what's happening is and father also, time. Yeah. Sorry, I have to say this too. Djokovic mm-hmm. can't play in the U.S. Open, but the fans that are watching Djokovic 
who don't have to be vaccinated can watch him play, but he cannot play. So the audience can be unvaccinated, but he cannot be unvaccinated and play. Well, not only that, he can't get into the country. You're right, he That's can't get into the country, playing. but yes. like other people in theory could. Yeah, I know. It's controversial. That's Listen, a tennis let's... thing, not a United States thing, though. No, it's a it's a U.S. thing. He can't come into the country because he's unvaccinated. He but, can't but, but, literally but, come in. But that's, I guess I didn't know if that was a rule still because I feel like people can come back into the like unvaccinated people can leave our country and come back. And is is it like not citizens? Is if that you're American, yes. If you're an American, you can come and go as much as you want, but non-Americans cannot enter the country without being vaccinated which is why you can't play. And this isn't just America. Like, Australia was the same way. You might remember us talking about that in January. I get it. It just seems a little silly considering the fact that, like, people are people. Like, an unvaccinated American is the same as an unvaccinated Serbian. Right. You know? So it's like, if if you're watching it, like, I get wanting to be vaccinated. I'm not saying he's smart for not doing that. Mm -hmm. I'm pro-vax. I'm just saying that, like, the rule's a little weird. It is weird, especially at this point. At I mean, this obviously, stage. At this COVID stage. is, and COVID is still a thing. Let's not forget that. And I, we'll talk right, about but, my family emergency in a minute. But yes, I mean, at this point, the personal especially, responsibility though is now really what people yeah. are going with. You know what I mean? It's just surprising that this—that's still a, an issue to get into the country for foreigners. Like, what's the difference between an American and a foreigner doing this? I don't that's, know. Yeah, I agree with you. But anyway, back to Serena and Federer. So yes, Serena, Serena we retired. We yes, knew. Serena announced, and we had talked about it, and we and she did, a, and I got to see her the first her first round match. It was phenomenal. She won, which quite frankly I wasn't expecting because uh, she hadn't played great all summer leading up to the U.S. Open, and then she played amazingly at the U.S. Open. She lost her third round match. She probably could have won that. That was like a weird kind of unfortunate way that played out, but nonetheless. The one and only, the one I, the the woman I've put all of my, you know, heart and soul into for the last literally 20 years has retired from the game. And in fact, actually, sorry, she is technically evolving away from tennis. That's her term. She's not, she doesn't want to use the word retire. She's evolving away. Yep. I know, Darren, you really want to dunk on her, but you're biting your tongue. I can it's, see it's, it in the It's zoom. not a dunk. It's just that like... It's not a dunk because, like, yeah. Serena can do whatever she wants. She's earned That's that true. right, I think, for sure. I just yeah. always find it funny. It's like in Housewives world, you know, when, like, yeah. Dorinda's like, well, Andy put me on pause. And all the housewives yeah, are like, you were fired. You know, and it's I like, know. I just love yeah. the media training where no, I'm I laughing yeah. because it's like, sweetie, you know? Like, yeah, no, it's true. Well, Listen, we know. But I kind of I I like I get I kind of like it too, yeah. And then just this morning, you know, we're recording this on a Thursday night, but this morning I woke up and there was, I had a million notifications. Three of my friends texted me that Roger Federer retired. And this one was a little bit more surprising in a way because he had been out since last Wimbledon last summer and had basically told everybody, you know, I'm going to go get my knee surgery, but I have full intentions of coming back in 2023. Right. So no one really knew what the status was for a while, but yeah. There in he's forty one. He's older than Serena. Yeah, that's old for a tennis player. It's not only old, but he's had multiple knee surgeries at this point. I think he had a back injury at some point recently too. So it was definitely old man. Father Time was saying it's time for him. Serena, on the other hand, was pretty healthy and playing at an extremely high level. She beat the number two player in the world 
at the U.S. Open this year. That's nothing to... I mean, I actually think a lot of people thought, from everything that I had listened to, and you know Mm -hmm. this way more than me, obviously, but I I honestly feel like a lot of people thought she was going to be out the first round. Oh, myself included, yeah. I mean, she hadn't played for a year and then came back at the beginning of July. So... Nonetheless, a lot of things going on. Carlos Alcaraz was the U.S. Open winner. He's the youngest. American Number one. He's a Spanish player, actually. Oh, he's Spanish. Okay. Yeah. He's the youngest male number one in the history of tennis. He's a phenom. He's 19 years old. The fact that he won this is kind of crazy. Keep an eye on him, Darren. He's he's slowly emerging to be one of my new faves. I'm just going to say that. But yeah, I mean, in the matter of basically two weeks... um, you know, the tennis world and sports world has really dramatically but changed. Tennis right now, and you get this with all sports, I think, you know, when Derek Jeter retires, certainly when yeah. Tom Brady goes in and out. But I think right now, especially, and this will happen when LeBron retires, certainly when Kobe died. But right mm-hmm. now, tennis is kind of going through that thing of like, here's the transition from old generation totally. to new generation. Like, these are the new players now that we're going to... Carlos is going to be a name that in five years, it's like Rafael fact, Nadal, and we're yeah. just, you know, ripping off of it, essentially, yeah. The fact that Alcaraz won the same tournament that Serena retired is the perfect example of what you're Ex- talking about. It's, you it's, know it's, what it's I mean? God Changing up the guard. A, right, God closing mm-hmm. a window, opening a door, whatever <laughs> the fuck. Like, it's de- it feels that way, certainly. Certainly, I yes. think like it definitely um, gives that and for sure. That's true. And speaking of evolving, not necessarily away, but evolving, Darren, mm-hmm. while you were in Portugal, your brand new show, yeah. Killer Questions with Darren Carp, has premiered. Oh, 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 oh. those are the equivalents of our like, our loud oh. like horn. Yeah. Like, beep, 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 <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what I was just trying to oh. do. It. Yeah, that's what you, you did. Killer uh, yeah. questions. Tell us all about it. Well, first off, you had a little bit of a little I hand did. in it, so I did. I, I will say that in people's first reaction, which I always really enjoy, is like, "Are did you leave John? Are you still doing shit?" I you know, know that's and what I kept. I always too. say, yeah. I always say, who? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I always say you got me on that one. I didn't think you were gonna say you were, what? Gonna, you were gonna say who? Ooh. 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 Who? 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 Who's that guy? Um, oh, and wow. I would say no, of course. Like John and I are always doing it, so it's just like I'm really excited. There, it's actually kind of like a second season of Betrayal. Yeah. Um, but this one really, I think, tackles kind of the heart of me. And John, you were a big, you were there yeah. at the beginning before you got your new job, which we'll get mm-hmm. to in a moment. Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know. I, I think they always said like the Darren is in the details. I ask a lot of questions. I am obviously on this podcast always being like, what the fuck? How can this happen? You know, we always feed off of each other with that. And so this kind of podcast yeah. takes that uh, part of myself. And, you know, it usually every every single week we're going to have 10 episodes uh, that are that are that are launched every Monday. And it takes a new case every single week and essentially get someone who was on that case. We have an attorney in a lot of cases yeah. or a hypnotist expert in others. Um, Which, by the way, that episode, I can't wait to hear. Oh, my God. Because I was researching that when I was leaving, and oh, boy, the hypnotist episode. Wait till you get to the Tommy Ziegler episode, because we got to actually talk to Tommy's attorney, and it's an ongoing (gasps) case because he's trying to appeal what's going on with him, and it's actually – it's it's literally in real time me realizing that this dude is 100% innocent, Mm -hmm. and and he's just sitting on death row. So just wait till you kind of get to that, but – 
Uh, it's really a passion project of mine. It's with Investigation Discovery, and I'm really right. excited about it. So please, please, please rate, review, and subscribe to Killer Questions with Darren Carp. It won't take away from Shaken and Disturbed. It nope. will only help us. So There's plenty of room in the true crime sea for these fish to swim in, so to speak. Absolutely. And Absolutely. We'll, link, uh, we'll link to this in the show notes. So if you're listening to this, check out the show notes, and you can click please. right into Darren's show. That's a great segue into something I wanted to clear up. Wait, can I just say the bullet point on here? Can I say the bullet point? Okay, this next bullet point. Explaining John's job, LOL. LOL. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's a good, it's a great segue because a lot of listeners who may just pick up tidbits here and there may not have the full picture of what's going on in my life, which is very connected to your life, really, Darren, aside from our friendship, um, our professional relationship is expanding. So to be clear, because a listener posted on Facebook, wait, John's not at Oxygen anymore? And I was like, honey, where have you been? (laughs) Um, That was a while ago at this point. That that Um, feels like so long ago. I know it does. Sometimes it feels super long and sometimes I'm like, I feel like I could just click right back in with that job and with those people because I love them so much. So it's true. I'm no longer at Oxygen. And I reply. And thank you, Cheyenne, for even being concerned about it. I left Oxygen in January of 2021. Darren and I left Martinis and Murder about the same time. We wanted to start our own show. As most of you probably know, Martinis and Murder is owned by Oxygen. So we weren't able to sort of take that with us. Um so we started Shaken and Disturbed, which is now, oh my God, Darren, a few months away from being two years old already, I know, which is crazy. Um, and frankly, you know, I think we talked about this a little at the top of our show back in February of 2021, but we wanted to own and manage and retain all of the rights to our Stuff. show. You know, think about it like, remember the drama with Taylor Swift? She's re-recording oh, yeah. her new albums. That's kind of like what we're doing over here. This is the John and Darren version, not the Taylor version. Well, yeah, you know. and you can. And we, I think, I think you know, it also gave us the room to have our a little bit more of opinions about things, exactly. as opposed to always. You know, we used to joke on Martinis and Murder that every it should be called allegedly because we used to have to just put allegedly, that yeah. in every single <laughs> sentence. And like, even though now I think it's good practice to do that because I do think. It we is. Bo- yeah, we both no. believe, you know, in innocent, innocent until proven guilty, and so right. until we have all the facts about everything. But it also kind of breaks up conversation in a way that doesn't feel natural. And when right. you're able to kind of talk freely, it yeah. just helps in this regard. So, yes. And even things like Patreon. I mean, we, you know, full disclosure, we were trying to make a Patreon happen with Martinis and Murder. We wanted to do the bonus content yeah. and connect with the super fans of the show, but it was just too complicated. So anyway. Here, that's why we started Shaken and Disturbed. At that same time, I transitioned over to Space Station Productions. When I was there, I was put on a little show in the middle. Like, they were in the middle of getting everything figured out with Darren Carp called Betrayal with Darren Carp. Well, that's what right. do you know? First I know, thing I I know her. Is, I know this woman, and I produced Betrayal with Darren Carp with the lovely Darren Carp. So, was there all the way up until July of this year. I was. Uh, developed and concepted killer questions actually with Darren at the helm as well so we kind of did this together and was working on the very early pre-production days of killer questions frankly Darren and I went through and we found all these great episodes so I'm so excited to hear them recorded I left space station right before you guys started recording so most of the research was underway left space station and now guys I am at A&E Networks full-time ow ow 
That's right. And I am uh, the senior producer across A&E and Lifetime podcast. So and some A&E of these shows. And is, is is sister networks or owns a lot of different properties for those out there. So I'm sure you guys That's have, a great question. Yeah. Yes. You can explain that, so, I'm sure. Yeah. A plus E networks, how I call it, owns uh, the following networks. Properties. Yeah. Properties. Yeah. Um, A&E, A ampersand E, which you can turn on and watch right now. Lifetime, History, yep. Vice, and a handful of others. But those are the ones that kind of offer the uh, the podcasts, which is what I'm specifically doing. I'm a senior producer on the podcasting team, so I oversee A&E and Lifetime. So two of the shows that are true crime shows that you guys might already be listening to, I Survived and Cold Case Files, and a newly launched Lifetime podcast called Crime of a Lifetime, I oversee those productions. So you'll hear at the very end of all these new episodes, senior producer John Thrasher. So go check those out. So thank you for caring. Um, I'm sorry I took all this time to tell you, but I felt like I did owe you guys a sort of explanation. And and, and no, I'm not at Oxygen anymore, but I still love all of those people that I worked with. And, and in the I true crime space, great. obviously, which is Yeah, great. of course. So, Absolutely. So that's very nice. And um, yeah. yeah, we're just excited to have you in a different capacity. That's right. And one last thing I wanted to say before we move on is that I want to say thank you to everybody. Last week, Darren was in Portugal still and... The literally the only time I could record was not workable for us. Um, I had a family emergency. My grandmother was in the hospital. She's fighting COVID. Um, she's doing well. I'm happy to report. I was going to ask about the update yes. there. I obviously had known about this, but I'm not yes, going to say John's you. business. So <laughs> it's up to you to say that. But uh, is she doing? How is she? Yes, doing? she. You know, it's it's been difficult. It's been very emotionally heavy. She's obviously my grandmother, so she's much older. Without getting into all of her details, I'll just say that it was a little uncertain in the beginning. She's had several uh, healthy, positive days, which is really exciting. And hopefully she'll be home sooner or later. So um, we typically don't want to do those rerun episodes, but unfortunately, you know, life happens. And, um, you know, not that the reruns are that bad, but we wanted to give you guys new episodes. But we are back now and hopefully um, everything will work out. And yeah, thank you yeah, guys for being so keep patient. Us, keep us afloat yeah. of, of your grandmother because we're all thinking about her. Um, thank you. And yeah, guys, we wanted to give you an extended NMR because I wasn't around for a little right. bit. This is a so long one. This is a long one, but we have a little bonus thing that we're going to do. <sighs> yeah. um, we are recording this on a Thursday, September 15th, and we are going to do something exclusively for Patreon right now. Uh, about Adnan Sayed, the breaking news that happened there. We mm-hmm. have a lot of opinions, John and I do. <laughs> so if you aren't on Patreon and you want to hear that episode, please join. Uh, and if yeah. you are on Patreon, please enjoy our Adnan Sayed breaking news NMR. That's right. We'll see you guys on Sunday for a brand new, non-rerun, full episode. Yeah. Oh, ooh, 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 ooh. Thanks for having me back. Ooh. And ooh. I can't wait for you to yes, record welcome back. Diet Coke. I was just going to say, enjoy all the Diet Coke you got. I will, bitch. All right. See you guys. Bye. Bye.